Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with my co-partner, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, we're going to talk a little bit about perspective today. I'm a big believer in perspective and how it changes your attitude. And let's talk about this perspective of waking up as an Eagles fan today versus the Jets. But before we jump into it, let me mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine is more than just an upscale men's magazine. Our Legacy Club Business Network has over 300 members and is a vital tool for local networking. If you'd like more information on how Jersey Man and Philly Man can help you and your business, please call 856-912-4007 or email ken at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information. So, Mark, right from the very beginning, actually before the game started, when I saw Adam Gase's press conference announcing that Sam Darnold wasn't going to be their quarterback this week, I penciled that in as an Eagles, an easy Eagles win, and right from the, the opening uh, gun, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, you can't. I mean, not only is Darnold out, but their backup, Trevor Simeon, who's not a bad backup. He's a, he's a competent NFL quarterback. Um, he started in the league, league before. He's won some games. He's out. So, so you're down to, I don't even know, who is it? Luke Fails? That is Luke, 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 Luke Falk. Now, he, you know, he does have a resume. He's a pretty good college player, Washington State. He was a mm-hmm. sixth-round pick uh, from Tennessee. But, you know, when you saw him on the sideline before the game, it almost reminded me of when Michael Spinks was going into the ring against Mike Tyson. <laughs> when he had te- you know, he had tears in his eyes because he knew what was going to happen. Luke right. Falk had the same look on his face this weekend. You know, I don't care what team you are, though. No. If you're down to your third quarter, I mean, the Jets, let's, let's be honest, the Jets with Darnold, I think, are a, an okay team. I mean, maybe 500. With Simeon, they're, you know, a little bit worse. But when, when you go down to your third guy, I don't, you know, any good, any a good team down to their third quarterback isn't a good team anymore. An average team down to their third quarterback is what you saw last week. Well, I agree with that, but you have the onus of this, to me, has to go to the offensive line. The Eagles came into this football game with three sacks. They had ten sacks on Sunday. Brandon Graham had three. And, you know, you talk about the defense stepping up. Uh, Nathan Gary, who, you know, not a a whole lot of people had a a great deal of confidence in in the preseason. He's got a 51-yard pick for a touchdown. Orlando Skandrick, who you and I question why – you know, how good he was, and maybe if he didn't have a job the first four weeks, should he be on this team, has a 44-yard strip sack for a touchdown. And, you know, overall, the Eagles' defense was just relentless. But, you know, as far as the Jets go, they've got to do a better job of protecting their quarterback. You know, Le'Veon Bell had a terrible game for them, very few yards on the ground, and 15 yards, 15 carries for 43 yards. So, it just proves the point that you got to have the big guys up front to block for a competent runner and to protect the passer. Yeah, the Jets right now they're just a, their offense is just it, it, it's what it is. I mean, they have, they don't have a quarterback. The line is I think they have a couple guys hurt on the on the line as well. But even then, their line isn't good. They have but they you know they do have Bell who's you know supposed to be one of the better. He's getting paid to be one of the best backs in the league. But like you said, if the line's not good. It doesn't matter. He's not going to go. And if you don't have a threat of a pass, it's they're a mess right now. Now, Darnold's supposed to come back this week. That should help a little bit for them. But um, Joe, Joe Douglas has his hand has his work cut out for him. Uh, general manager uh, fixing that that team. Um, they should have a high pick next year to draft, so that could, that could get them started. Um, 
but we'll see. Um, <laughs> The game you can't play the Jets every week, right? Yeah, well, the, the Jets are Miami, and the Eagles will play them. Yeah, about yeah, we're, gonna talk, we're gonna talk about the Eagles' schedule here in a little bit. But are you concerned at all, Mark, about the Eagles' offense for the second week? Now, I, I understand it's all about winning, but as you break down the numbers, and even Doug Peterson alluded to it in his press conference, he wasn't happy with the offense. Carson Wentz. 17 for 29, 189, one touchdown, no interceptions. Not terrible numbers, but not the type of offensive output that you expect from a quarterback like Carson Wentz. Well, again, in that game, you're winning that game. There's no way you're going to lose that game, right? So why put him at risk? Why? Again, I'm all about winning. And like you said earlier, I'm, it, it was a win, Carson Wentz. If you're going to say he lost games, if he goes lost, well, Carson Wentz won that game, right? If he gets blamed for some losses, well, give him credit for that win. Um, I don't care about it. I'm not a numbers guy. I've never been a numbers guy. It's how the game goes. I mean, they didn't, Wentz didn't have to throw for 300 yards in that game because there was no reason to do anything but just roll out the ball and win the game. So that's mm-hmm. what they did. Um, I'm not – no, I'm not, wor- I'm not worried about Carson Wentz. If they, okay. If I'm not. Well, I think well, you're – let me play – let me play devil's advocate here. If you're not worried about Carson Wentz, you would think the Eagles would have had monster rushing numbers in this game. And Jordan Howard, 13 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Miles Sanders, nine carries for 15 yards. Darren Sproles, three carries for four yards. Why didn't the Eagles running game have uh, better well, numbers? That's because they didn't give Howard the ball enough. <laughs> Howard yeah, it's, good, it's, right? it's becoming it's becoming clear and clear every week that uh, Howard is the guy, right? Sanders isn't quite I mean, ready. I just kind of said that this week that yeah, he has to make Howard more the guy. Um, I mean, thirteen for sixty-two isn't bad. Is that what he was? He said thirteen. Thirteen for sixty-two. Yeah, I mean, it's That's a little, little over. Yeah, it's yeah. a four and a half a pop. You can't go by. You know, you can't ask for much more than that. Sanders did not have a good game for whatever reason, and. I don't think Darren Sproles, he, he, he got hurt. I'm, I'm shocked he's hurt because he never gets – oh, wait, he always gets hurt. He's 106 years old, still trying to play football. He's going to get hurt. That was a mistake keeping him on the team, like I told you a month ago. You didn't and pick, like on, the little, you didn't pick like on the little guys in high school, too, did you? I mean, you just this is just Darren Sproles you got it out for? Or, I mean, he, no, I like Darren Sproles. I like him a lot personally. That's why I don't want him to play anymore, because I like him. Does he want to get – does he enjoy being injured? Because he's hurt every year. Every year. Yeah, well, he's, he's a little guy. He's, 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 yeah, he's going to get nicked up. 2014. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't have those stats in front of me, but it's, it's been a long a while, time. But, but if you want to talk about injuries, and uh, we're going to talk extensively about the Eagles' schedule coming up because it's a monster. But uh, Deshaun Jackson did not practice yesterday. Um, he's doubtful, I believe, is the status for the, the game this weekend. Sidney Jones, good news, had limited uh, practice time yesterday. There's a chance we could see him. And, of course, we need some depth at the cornerback position. Darren, uh, Derek Barnett uh, had a, a partial practice yesterday, as did Jason Peters. And you talk about a guy that gets hurt every year. Jason Peters, I would think this is going to be well, the, end of, the end of the line for him. But. Listen, there's, there's one guy who's undefeated in his life. That's Father Time. <laughs> Nobody beats him. Nobody. Tom Brady? Nope. 
Well, Tom Brady's been, Tom Brady's pushing to the limit. I'll say that. Brady's well, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, but he, you know, uh, Brady sat out a year with a knee injury too. Yeah. So the, okay. the, the, Robert, I mean, Jason Peters is again. I mean, God bless him. He can still go strong at, at his age, but he's going to miss time. He's going to make you know, it just. When you get that age, it's it's hard. Yeah. You know, you play the game. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do. I do admire these. You know, I played four full seasons of pro football, went to camp in two other years. And, you know, from, from my standpoint, I've got some significant injuries. I've got uh, arthritis in my neck that affects the feeling in my hands. I've torn my Achilles. I had a knee surgery. I just had a hip replacement. These guys that bang it out for 10, 12, 14 years, uh, it's, it's just right. it's just amazing what their bodies go through. To, to, and that's, but and of that's course, like, I don't mean to be down on, on, on the Darren's folks. It's, He's had a great career. He's had, you know, and I, I want Darren Sproles to be able to walk when he's 50. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, 50 still young, I think, right? Isn't 50 young? I used to think it was young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to think it was old. Now that I'm in. Uh, and I, I don't want to see him. I, I see guys that I covered through the years, you know, and you see him walking with limps, and, and noticeably you do in pain, and it's it, it pains me to see that sometimes, you know? Yeah, but you know what the difference is, Mark, is if you can squeeze an extra year or two out of your career, you're going to bank another 2 to $4 million probably. And that's a big deal, I mean, to be able to walk away. And not only that, each year the pension gets better. Uh, I think they have yeah, a severance pay that right. pays them 250 or 300 depending on their years of service. So there is a big reward for these guys to try to squeeze out. Another, look at a guy like Mark Whitten of the uh, – uh, sorry, Jason Witten of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. <laughs> you know, takes a year off Monday night football. That doesn't work. You come back after a year layoff at his age. I got to think he's feeling some aches and pains. He would think, but he, but he's a guy that's never had injury problems. No, he's a very, yeah. very durable player. Yeah. He played most, you know, um, so let's, let's get to the schedule. There's three, three straight. Okay. Games. Now you talk about a challenging schedule for the next six weeks. Let's break it down. I'll give them to you in total, and then we'll break them down one by one. At Minnesota, at Dallas, at Buffalo. Three extremely difficult road games. You come home against Chicago. The next week you're home against the Patriots. And then the following week you're home against Seattle. And then after that, you take a road trip to Miami, which should be a guaranteed win. But these next six weeks, Mark, are, have got to be as challenging as any team in the league. I haven't looked at every schedule, but, yeah, it's right up there. I mean, you got three on a row, three away, which that's tough. And the reason – did you hear the reason why the three – they have three straight I, I, I did not. Because – and the NFL schedule makers are idiots. I'm going to say it right now. I've always said it. I, I mean, they do stupid things all the time, and this is, this is one of them. They were worried about the Phillies being in the playoffs and World Series. <laughs> Who thought that was going to happen? <laughs> well, a lot, a lot of Phillies fans thought it was going to well, happen. Well, the NFL schedule yeah. makers, obviously a Phillies fan was doing the schedule this year because yeah. I didn't think they were going to be. Well, wait a minute. What's, what, what's the difference? They, they play in different parks. I mean, what, what's well, they the don't, difference? You still don't want them at the same I get traffic. It. I get it, but that you can't change the schedule for that, can you? Apparently, you can because they. Well, they did. What happened uh, way back when the Phillies were in what was it, two thousand eight, I guess, or nine? Uh, they, the Eagles had to change their time of their game once. I remember that Eagles Eagles Giants. I think was supposed to be either a four o'clock game or maybe even a night game, 
And the Phillies were in the World Series, and they switched the Eagles to an earlier. They made the Eagles play at one. So they, but you could do that. I mean, again, they're giving three straight road games isn't good. Um, and Buffalo, before the season, you thought, oh, okay, well, Buffalo's not – that's not a good – that should be an easy win, right? Well, no, Buffalo's pretty darn good. Listen, I saw the Buffalo game at Tennessee. Buffalo's defense is that's scary. Almost scary. Going to do the job. They're all things really still a little shaky, but but Allen, the, the the young quarterback, he's not putting up gaudy numbers, but he's winning games. He's not he's not making the, the big mistake that a young kid usually makes. Um, they run the ball okay, and like you said, they they play defense. Sean McDermott, the old Eagles assistant, who I got to know a little bit when he was there, good guy. Um, he, he's out of that Jim Johnson school of of defense, and he's going to blitz you. He's going to come after you. So the, in that game, that's two weeks away yet, but. That's the third of the three-game road trip. And then like you said, yeah. they come home. All right, well, great. They're home for, what, the next three is our home? Yeah, yeah the following so three. So Schoenmaker makes up for it by giving them three in a row at home. But you got the Bears, which is a big revenge game for the Bears. I'm not always big on that, but that's a big revenge game. That, that Bears, game has been circled in red on their calendar ever yeah. since the double doink. Yep, because the Bears, to a man, think they outplayed the Eagles that day, should have won that game. Should have advanced in the playoffs, but a kicker missed an easy field goal. You know, hit the hit the bar and the crossway, the whole thing. You know, everybody knows what happened in that one. So the Bears want that, and they play. You could say New England. At Dallas, no, they're at well, so they're at Minnesota, at Dallas, at Buffalo, home against Chicago, the Patriots, and Seattle. But the Patriots enough said they're the best. You know, they're always right, they're undefeated. They got the time. And, and again, greatly another team greatly improved on defense. The Patriots' defense is tough. Yep. So that's gonna, that's obviously tough. And then Seattle. I mean, we talked about this earlier. I don't. I'm. I don't think Pete Carroll has ever lost to the Eagles. Well, they I'm had a. Sure Pete Carroll is undefeated against the Eagles because I'm going back in my time. I mean, I know you beat them. Eagles, he, they, he beat him out there a couple times. He beat him in Philly more than once or twice. Um, he beat Andy Reid. He beat Kip Kelly. Um, and he beat Doug Peterson. I mean, yeah, he's he definitely had a, I don't, a good record. I don't think, I'm pretty, I'll, I'll, I'll look that up, you know, but I'm pretty sure Pete Carroll never lost to the Eagles. So well, first thing, first things first, we're at Minnesota next week. They have a vicious defense. Kirk Cousins seems to be coming out of his funk a little bit, although there's been some disharmony on the team with the not getting carrying and the receivers to football enough and Diggs has been talking about you know maybe wanting to get traded it's it's amazing the leverage these players have these days and can dictate the teams you know like a Jalen Ramsey it's just he's going to fake a back injury because he's not playing hey Mark we've run out of time it always goes quick we will be next week with a recap of hopefully a birds win against the Vikings for Mark Eckel I'm Ken Dunnick have a great day everybody